Peace, love, and blessings, beautiful spirits. Welcome back to the Spirits and Poetry Podcast and Frequency. I am your host, Jorge Quintana, and today's episode is on human destiny and evolution. If you're interested in supporting the growth of the podcast, please consider rating and reviewing on Apple Podcasts and following along on Instagram at the Spirits and Poetry. And if you're also interested in seeing my own personal art, lately I've been, I've been experimenting more with film photography, but you can check me out at Jorge Quintana Poetry. But without further ado, let's get into the meat of this episode, Human Destiny and Evolution. So last season, I did a two-part series titled Free Will, Determinism, and Magic, where I analyzed different philosophies, theories, and beliefs on whether we have free will to do as we please on this earth, or if everything has already been determined by fate, by destiny, by an intelligent and infinite creator. So if you're interested in checking those episodes out, they're in season two, you know, please, please let me know what you think. But in this episode, I'm not covering destiny from the perspective of asking if we are free. Rather, I'm covering destiny from the perspective, or rather the argument, that human destiny is to evolve. So we, as spiritual entities, undergo this physical human experience with the goal of ascending, of growing, of learning, but most importantly, we do this to evolve. So let's just start by asking, what is evolution? My favorite answer to this question actually comes from my old animal behavior professor in college, Dr. Coleman, and so he explained it this way. Evolution is the belief that as time goes on, living things change. That's it. It's just change over time. And one actually very impressive evolutionary arms race currently going on as we speak is between bats and moths. So bats eat moths. They hunt them. But the game really changed when bats developed echolocation, which allowed them to detect the moths in the dark. And in response to this, moths started developing ears, which allowed them to hear the echolocation frequencies. And so when the bats would like come into swoop and eat them, the moths would just stop flying. They would just let themselves drop through the air. And so then this pushed the bats to evolve again. And so they actually started developing higher echolocation frequencies, ones that the moths couldn't hear. And in response to this, the moths started using ultrasonic clicks of their own to defend themselves. So whenever the the echolocation frequencies would would go out, the moths would put out their own defensive ones, which would basically make the bats think that there's nothing there. And so this is just going to keep going on and on and on. Survival for both sides, the bats that need to eat and the moths that don't want to be eaten. And what this shows is the way that all living beings are interacting with one another, challenging one another. So change is inevitable because we are in constant communication with the world around us, responding and reacting. So when I say that human destiny is to evolve, this is why. We are shaped by our interaction with the world around us, but we don't just interact with the world. We struggle in it. We desire in it. We have wants and dreams. Insects and animals are ruled by their instinct to survive, and while we humans also share that instinct, we are also ruled by our desires and our dreams, and to achieve these, we often have to change aspects of ourselves, adapt to different workflows, grow and master certain concepts or actions to get what we want. Which leads this conversation to the artist. We artists are ruled by our need to create. And the path of the artist always starts with a passion to write, to draw, to sing, to dance. 
We practice and learn and grow until we reach the point where we either decide that our passions are best suited as a hobby, or we decide that we want to get serious with our craft and make a living off of it. In the book, The War of Art, Stephen Pressfield makes a distinction between the amateur and professional artists. He says that the amateur artist is the kind of artist that only creates when they feel inspired. They're undisciplined, they don't practice every day, only every now and then. They love what they do, but it's more of a hobby than anything else. The professional artist is disciplined. And in fact, in one chapter, he talks about how the amateur creates only when they feel inspired, like when they feel called to. But for him, inspiration comes every morning at 9 a.m. because that is when he sits down to write. Every single day, whether he wants to or not, he writes, he practices. And this is how we get into the evolutionary path of the artist. And this is exactly where I'm residing in my own journey. I know I want to make a living from my art. I know I want to continue to write and perform, shoot videos and photos for a living. And the first thing we have to acknowledge when we, when we choose to take it serious, the first thing we must acknowledge is that it is possible. Whatever your ideal job is, it's absolutely possible. But there are beliefs and behaviors that we must confront and change in order for achieve what we want. So the first thing we must change is our mindset. Remember that our mind and our ability to reason at a high level is what separates humans from many other living creatures. So our mindset is this first obstacle because we are programmed to believe that certain things are impossible. In this country, we are constantly reminded that we must work for a living, pay our taxes, pay our dues to society, that we must pull ourselves by our bootstraps, sacrifice what we have in order to hold down a 40 plus hour a week job so that we can be productive members of society. As an undocumented immigrant, I have been programmed to believe that certain jobs are impossible for me. I was raised in a culture that said, look, go to school, get your degrees, and then go get a job wherever you can. Whether it's mowing lawns or washing dishes, cleaning offices, a job is a job, and you have to have one. Now, how, how many of you, how many of us, when sharing dreams with family or friends, faced responses where they laughed and said, yo, you can't do that. That's impossible. And, and when we hear things like this from people close to us, there is a part of us that will believe it. So the first obstacle the artist must face is their mindset. It's changing the, it's impossible, to, I can do it. I can do it. And when you change your perspective and mindset, you're going to see that opportunities will start presenting themselves. Doors will open. You will start getting a chance to, to spend more time doing what you love and continue to grow in it. Which leads us to the next challenge that the universe is going to put in your way. Struggle. Financial trouble, instability in your home, a toxic job, you're going to experience an energy push, and this is where you face the question Do you really want it? Because this is where our mindset of I can do it must also include, and I will work and sacrifice for it. You might have to sacrifice vacation or financial liberties. You might have to cut off friends or family. You might have to leave a job. You might have to end a relationship. You might have to move countries. It's easy to be an artist when everything is going well, when you have money, support, food, inspiration. But what about when you have none of that? Do you still want to create art? 
And this is where you get the chance to face yourself and, and question why you even want to walk this path in the first place. Why do you want what you say you want? So first you change your perspective. Then you face yourself and change your life habits. You change your life habits. You, you surround yourself with like-minded people. You invest in your craft. You dedicate time to your art and practicing it. You hone your skills. You put all of your energy into achieving your dreams. And when you do this, the opportunities you've been waiting for will show up. And they will. And this is where we get into one more obstacle. Your sense of worth. Are you worthy of that which you desire? And it sounds like this would be an easy answer, except all of us, all of us, struggle with feelings of unworthiness. Whether it's shame or guilt or regret, when the big opportunities come, you will look for reasons to pass them up. You will. You're going to do it either consciously or unconsciously. So listen closely to what I'm about to say to you. You are worthy. You are ready. You have everything that it takes. If you were waiting for a sign to take your leap of faith, here it is. As, as clear as day, you are ready. Go for it. Do it. Take that chance. You deserve it. You deserve it. This is how we evolve as artists. Because artists are creators and creation is the most sacred thing around us because it's all around us. It is infinite. We create our own reality. We are responsible for the lives we lead. We can't change how other people choose to live, but we can change how we live. We can change what we do. So reach into your heart. What do you desire? And what can you do today to get one step closer to it? It is in releasing our attachments to our fears that we can be free from the prison that is the personality that we developed to survive our trauma. You had to do whatever you had to do to make it to this present moment. And that's okay. There have been times in our lives where we acted on survival instincts. We repressed memories. We manipulated the truth. We ran from responsibility. We abused ourselves. So let's sit with that truth for a moment. And accept this responsibility. Because the only way to make this right is to then allow ourselves the chance to live out our dreams. Whatever we survived, whatever we went through, no matter what we did to survive that horror, we are still deserving of love and, and the chance to live this life of peace, to do what we want. We are still deserving to see out our dreams. You are still deserving to see out your dreams. So what do you desire? And, and what can you do today to be one step closer to it? Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. We have one more episode in season three. We have episode nine, death and the perfect ending coming in two weeks. And then I might take some time off, but season four, I still haven't fully decided on what it's going to be about if I truly want to commit to it. But follow the podcast on Instagram at the spirits and poetry to be fully updated. Follow me on Instagram as well at Jorge Quintana Poetry if you want to check out my art. But most importantly, take this time to tune in with yourself. Tune into what you want, why you want it, and how you can achieve it. Till next time, much love.